Hi there. Now you might think I've gone barking mad if you look at the title, Systems Thinking and Saving the Planet, but just hang on in there for a few minutes. Now recently I attended an online lecture all about smart cities, and it also touched on technologies such as IoT, that's the Internet of Things. Now we have a tendency to fixate on technology because Apparently, it gives us something we like. Speed, connectivity, big data, or sometimes just control. But the main learning point for me wasn't the technology, although it can help. The main point for me was about the systemic nature of smart cities. The technology is absolutely no use if we track the movement of people, say, but we don't plug this into public transport or traffic management, or maybe we generate lots of heat in manufacturing, but don't divert this for other uses, such as heating houses. Everything must be considered and be part of the system. Now, for a really good example, use Google and look up Copenhagen as an example of a smart city. But as somebody also said in the, at the same time, a city is not a computer. So, so far I have mentioned systems thinking and IoT, but what about saving the planet? Now, relatively recently, we've had the inaugural Earthshot Prize event, where five projects each get £1 million to scale up their ideas to help save the planet. Now, this is the first of 10 annual events that we all hope will contribute to helping save our planet. And as people get inspired, the applications each year will surely get more and more interesting. I was going to use the word innovative here, but they need not be. Last night we had some great ideas from growing coral rapidly, producing clean hydrogen, and helping protect and grow rainforests. And one of the things that connected all of them, even though they didn't actually know it, was developing their ideas, they were all part of a system. The coral is a habitat for marine creatures and reefs that help dissipate wave energy. The clean hydrogen will help fuel us without hurting the planet and creating more rainforests will help clean our climate. These things do not compete, they all work together. They're all part of a system. So, apart from asking listeners to take part in preserving the planet, what is the point of all this? Well, systems thinking used to be fashionable, like design thinking or innovation. But it is important. Most of what we experience is part of a system. Nothing works on its own. To help prove this, think of something complex like a game of chess. Yes, you can play yourself, but in a system, individual components tend to behave a little differently when they're all plugged together. Hence the reason that I use... When I posted this information online, I used a picture of a Monopoly board. And it's a great example. I mean, if you remember the first time that you actually came across Monopoly... You probably took it out of the box, read the instructions, 
uh, thought about creating a strategy as to how you would win. Put lots of houses on Park Lane and things like that. But when you sat down to play with some other people, I'm guessing that the game didn't quite go according to plan. You might still have won, but the other players, who are in fact other parts of the system, had an effect. So, as individuals, we are all part of a system, in this case, our planet. And as business owners, we might also be part of a system. Now consider here where your business boundary is. So even if you're maybe self-employed, who else do you interact with? Your accountant, your printer, um, maybe you have somebody to service your IT. But we are part of systems without realising it. So give systems thinking a whirl and see if the whole can sometimes be made greater than the sum of the parts. And, by the way, don't forget to look up Copenhagen as a smart city example. It is really cool. So, bye for now. See you next time.